Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and this month we're doing something a bit different. I'll be answering the questions you send in. Questions about the Christian faith, the church, the Bible, anything you may have always wondered about but never asked. Email your questions to pastor at stjohnslutheran.church. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. So here's the first of our two questions for this time. What about all the different colors that change with the seasons? When did that tradition start? So, this is a question about liturgy. Liturgy refers to the format we use when we worship together as a community. It's the structure of the service, what we might say is the order of worship. And like most all Christian worship services, including ours, we do follow a general pattern of worship, a liturgy, that goes back to the very early church. This is a very ancient pattern of worship that takes place in four movements that you have all experienced in our worship services and probably in others as well. Gathering, word, meal, sending. We come together, we hear the gospel, we receive communion, we are sent forth into the world. And in the ELCA, our denomination, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, our guide for planning the liturgy that, that Sarah and I and our worship team use is found in our Cranberry ELW hymnal. You'll see in there different settings for worship, and that's the format for how we worship for our liturgy. So the colors that change with the seasons in our worship services, it is, it is green right now, for example. It's where I'm wearing a green clergy shirt are based on the liturgical calendar. That is a 12-month cycle of seasonal celebrations centered around the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So each of these seasons is associated with a different color, a visual representation and reminder of the meaning of the seasonal celebration. So you can see the outline of that and the colors throughout the year up on the screen. So for example, a few examples Red is the color for Pentecost because it represents the fire of the Holy Spirit who empowered the disciples on the day of Pentecost to preach the the gospel to the astonished crowd in Jerusalem. Red represents the passion and the empowerment of the Spirit. It's also why we wear red on Reformation Sunday. Green is the color that is most of the year calendar, at least half of it up there. And green is a color that signifies our growth in Christ. It is a more neutral, natural color signifying our growth together. And then white is the color for Christmas and Easter and other celebrations of Jesus, representing the light and joy Jesus brings into the world. So if you're wondering about why you're going to see for Reformation Sunday, we're going to go from green to red. That is why. But to that other part of that question, the second part of that question, when did the liturgical calendar start? So it actually developed over time in the very early church. It begins 
with the celebration of the Lord's Day on Sunday, the day Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And just as the day celebrating the resurrection of Jesus is the center of our liturgical week, so the day celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the center of our liturgical year, and that's Easter. So Easter leads to a time of preparation for Easter, which is Lent, and a time of celebration after Easter, which is the Easter season leading up to the day of Pentecost. Epiphany emerged in the fourth century as a celebration of the incarnation of Jesus. And it is still the primary celebration in our Eastern Christian churches. In the Western Christian churches, it's Christmas from Christ's Mass. That is our celebration of the birth of Jesus, dated on December 25th, which led to a time of preparation for Christmas called Advent. The liturgical calendar actually begins not on New Year's Day, but on the first Sunday in Advent, which is usually late November, early December, which is coming up in just a couple months. I just want to clarify, the Gospels do not actually state the exact date on which Jesus was born. They don't include the date December 25th, but that, that is the date that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And some of you may know, if you have experience in other denominations, that not all Christian denominations follow the liturgical calendar. In our, in our context today, there is a rough correlation between how long a denomination has been around and whether or not you're going to see these liturgical colors in the worship space. So generally speaking, Roman Catholics and Episcopalians and Lutherans do follow the liturgical calendars, and you see those colors that change with the season. Generally speaking, Baptists and Pentecostals and non-denominationals don't. Although pretty much everybody does focus on Christmas and Easter. So the celebration of the liturgical calendar, why? Why do it? Well, it reminds us of the saving work of God in Christ by the power of the Spirit connects us with the larger and ongoing story of the grace of God at work in our lives and in this world. And it provides a rhythm for our own spiritual journeys. It makes the story of God's redemptive work our personal story. I remember holding candles on Christmas Eve and I remember sitting around the table during Lenten soup suppers and offering prayers of lament during Good Friday and singing the Hallelujah Chorus on Easter Sunday. And the first sermon I preached here at St. John's, almost seven years ago now, on Baptism of Our Lord Sunday. I cherish these experiences and I imagine you could share experiences of your own as well as we come together as the worshiping community celebrating the redemptive work of Jesus Christ in our lives. So that's the first question. Why the liturgical colors? Here's our second question for this Sunday morning. And I actually get this question a lot, and I remember wondering this myself um, when I was a kid. 
if Jesus died on Friday and rose on Sunday, where does three days come from? Because it doesn't feel like a, a full three days. I mean, I could get the questions around that. So the answer to this question actually relates to the answer to the previous question about worship and seasonal rhythms and calendars and how we account for time. So Jesus and the early disciples were Jewish. And while Christians today follow a standard calendar in which each day begins and ends at midnight, so we generally consider the start of the new day when we wake up in the morning. But in the Jewish tradition, a day starts at sunset and goes through sunset. So in the Jewish tradition, the start of a new day takes place in the late afternoon or evening when the sun goes down. So, and that includes the Sabbath. The Sabbath, the observation of the holy day in the Jewish faith, starts on Friday sundown and goes to Saturday sundown because that's how they account days of the week. So if we look at the death and resurrection of Jesus in the context of the, the Jewish tradition, the timing of the day, the way they looked at those seasonal rhythms, day one is Good Friday. That actually begins on Thursday, what we would say Thursday evening, Monday, Thursday. So Good Friday begins on Thursday <laughs> in our accounting. Monday, Thursday goes through the trial of Jesus that night, his, his arrest and betrayal and trial into Friday, onto Friday day, the day that Jesus died. And then day two is Good Friday afternoon, what we would say Good Friday to Saturday afternoon. That's, and that is the Sabbath. That's why in the scriptural accounts, the people who bury Jesus have to hurry because the Sabbath is coming when no work could be done. That was Friday late afternoon. And then day three is Saturday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. Day three is Easter, Resurrection Day. And as we know, that day early on Sunday morning after the Sabbath had passed and it was just Still dark, just about to be light enough when Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb and encounters a risen and alive Jesus Christ. So that is why we say, actually not Jesus rose after, third, after three days. You'll always hear me say, and on the third day, Jesus rose again. On that third day, Jesus rose again. He defeated death forever. He gives us life eternal. And that is the good news that we celebrate on Sunday, that we celebrate every season, that we celebrate every day of the week. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.